Dimp Digital presents Idle Game Chat. Cool. So, Logan, I skipped this subject on the last edition because we ran out of time, but Chrissy Dring putting in the effort of doing European sales data collation for September of 2023. It got to the back end of it and I was like, there ain't time for this, but predicting this might be a bit of a slow week as well, I thought I'll hold it back. It's still relevant data. It's already out of date anyway by the time Dring gets it out, three or four weeks out, but... I thought an extra week's not going to do any damage. So September 2023, this is for the European markets. Here's the top 10. We'll do that first. EA Sports FC24. So unsurprising in this market, that's number one. Number two is Starfield Game Pass release. NBA 2K24. The Crew Motorfest rules in at number four. Mortal Kombat 1 at number 5, Payday 3, number 6, GTA 5 at 7, Red Dead Redemption 2 at 8, Titan Fall 2 at 9, and then Hogwarts Legacy still in the top 10. So that's the high-end numbers. Interestingly, here's some of the analysis that Dring did. I didn't do any of this, so if it's wrong, go to him. Chrissy Dring at gamesindustry.biz. EA Sports 24. Sales down 10% compared to FIFA 23. Now, what he did caveat that he's saying is that FIFA 23 was an unusually high launch month. And uh, it was actually only down 3.7% when compared to FIFA 22. So 23 was a strong one. 22 is more accurate, but still a little bit down. I think we've speculated that it probably was going to lose a little bit of momentum, but that's not all that significant, really. I don't believe doesn't feel it, does it? No. NBA 2K24, so another yearly release, down 17% on the 23 version. So that always gets shit on, it seems. Consistently. Wasn't that shit anyway? Well, I don't think... So if you like basketball, it's all you've got. So it's always got mm. that advantage that it's got. A, it's basically got their audience captive. But my mm. understanding of the monetization is that it's utterly dreadful. Like, yeah. Even the likes of Hall complain about it, and he's happy to throw away money down that casino left, right, and centre. Mm. And um, like the career mode is tied into building up your character, which almost requires you to buy microtransaction and loot boxes to, to level mm. up. And yeah, it's just a, a shit show in general. Here's another yeah, interesting bit then. Well, yeah, but then if that's the only down. game in town, what do you do? If you love basketball, mm. you kind of cap in hand, didn't you? And you're like, well, yeah, right, yeah. I'm not going to go back to NBA Jam. I was literally just about to say NBA Jam, get back. Well, that's all you've got, unfortunately. That's, I think well, that is one of the trouble with sports, and it seems to be more common with American franchise sports because they're not really worldwide sports. Like basketball is a you know, NBA. Mm. The MLB is Perhaps MLB. On it. No, what is it? No, it's NBA, isn't it? National Basket. MLB is the. Uh, Baseball. Major League Baseball, but they tend to, and it's not always the case, sign exclusive contracts with set publishers and developers mm. to have the rights of that, you know, that league. Whereas yeah. football does have the advantage of just being 
a world sport and you can get the licenses a la carte. Now, obviously, EA lost the FIFA name, but they still have all the most of the players in the leagues that they had before. Mm. In fact, I don't think they've lost any from that deal at all. It's just separate licensing. Whereas the American sports tend to be like, like Madden, for example. I think that's exclusively signed to EA. So the the NF, your NFL fix is always going to come from that mm. that area. So if they're doing a shit job, it's crapped in trousers time, isn't it? It's like when bloody Star Wars signed that exclusive deal with fucking EA. Do you remember? Like 10 years ago... And everyone went, well, what are you doing here? And we got Battlefield. No, Battlefront, <laughs> sorry. Yeah. And then Battlefront 2. Everyone went, well, what are you doing? Anyway, that's all expired now. But worked out in the end, though. Yeah, but it took, took like eight years of the 10-year exclusivity uh, to, get, to get Star Wars like falling. I Battlefront wasn't... I mean, it's a reskinned Battlefield, right? But no. I... Yeah. They crapped on it with Battlefield 2 with all those fucking microtransactions again. Loot box sorry, hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's did, what yeah. done it, really. I mean, the first yeah, one yeah. of them was sort of like, well, it is what it is. There's no campaign here. We had, had that mm. old controversy yeah, yeah, that yeah. pops up. Mm-hmm. But everyone kind of just shrugged their shoulders. Went, oh, it's, it's good fun. Battlefield 2 come along and it was just diabolical levelling system and heavy yeah, monetization. I mean, they did rip it all yeah. out eventually, but yeah, yeah, the yeah. damage was done at that point. Yeah. But I think... To be fair, what they've done with it overall, and I think as a first concept, Battlefront was good. And I think, and I maintain that it's probably still good. I've been back to it in the past few years and played it again and enjoyed it. Like, it is a good way to enjoy Go and play Fallen Order and be done with it. No, you see, look, this is the difference, though. It's like, the problem is, is that there was a portion of the community that were like oh but we want one of these like old school style ones we didn't want this big and it's like well i didn't want the single players to stick out your ass ain't gonna please everyone mm. anyway they shouldn't be doing the exclusive to it mm. especially for something like star does, wars where there's so many competition yeah and but star wars in particular mm. like, you think how many mm. genres you could do with that you could do all manner of games Mobile game. Mobile game. You could do real-time strategy games. You can do yeah. action-adventure games they've done, first-person shooters, flying games, whatever you, whatever you call them, like air combat games. It's just yeah. so much you could do in that. So they've done them all, though. They have done them all, EA. Yeah, but they're all They've tough. ticked all the boxes, so... Well... But they're not... They're not the... I mean, I, I don't particularly like the the ones that they did with this fuck. What's he called? Fallen Order and the one before it. Didn't like it. Did you play? So, nah, don't like it. It's like Uncharted, but for Star Wars, what are you playing at? Not though, really. Well, it's not. It's on Game Pass. Get your hands on it, and you'll be like, "Oh, no. I can use this lightsaber." I have tried it, and I. Well, I don't know. You try a lot of things and then bin it, and then come back to it three years later, capping it and going, "Oh, I'm sorry. I've I've fixed yeah. my sin, and I've done Spider Man now. I've done God of War. Please beg him for forgiveness." So you well, obviously make errors some... in that initial. Play I think it's unfair to lump this Star Wars in with Spider-Man and God of War. I quite liked it. Anyway. Starfield's first four weeks on sale are 13% lower than Forts of Horizon 5. That's surprising to me. Sales-wise. It, it feels get- like there's a general everything is a step below, though. Like if it is, if, doesn't it? Is that well, Everything's lower. Well, no, I mean, we'll get to the next one. You'll see it's right. not it's not lower. But 
I'm, I'm saying that I'm surprised. Well, that proves that Forza Horizon Five is hugely popular mm. in in the Xbox and PC community, but also that and because mm. Starfield, which arguably was their biggest pop that they're going to get for a little while, that was like the yeah. the generational game, and on the sales front, didn't even pip out Forza Horizon Five. So that's that might be the true gem in the Xbox portfolio, Forza Horizon. And what does that mean? Well, a damning indictment. I don't know. I feel a bit bad on Forza Horizon because it's really good. Like, no, it is good, but, after, it's, but it is nerds' first better, car but... game, isn't it? It's made for these yeah. sweaty nerds that can't be getting on the real tracks. That's what it's made for. And if they accept they're losers for playing it, I've got no problem with them. But they're, they're all out here going, ooh. I know. You... Yeah. It's that, it's that word, isn't it? It's arcade. No one likes it. It gets looked down the nose at. There. If you want to play your nerds for car game, go off and have, have, fill your boots with Forza Horizon. That's what it's mm. there for. The Crew Motorfest, funnily enough, is the next game on this little bit of analysis from Chrissy Dring. That was up 6.5% compared to The Crew 2, which was released in 2018. Now, you have to forgive me for thinking that I thought The Crew was a dead franchise. So, really, after the second one, the only way's down in terms of sales and performance. But... Bloody hell. I mean, it's 6.5%. It's not a 50% increase, but mm. they're still trending in the opposite direction that I would have, if mm. you said to me, make a bet on that, I'd go, well, it's going to go down, isn't it? So maybe the crew might what... got some legs. I don't know. I think we're still scarred from that first... That beater. Beater that we played and yeah. never went back. It, it absolutely um, was that. And I was like, well, I don't care for this. And that was it. What was but... it about that? Was it... I, can't, I felt like slow and sluggish. And... The cars, to me, felt they were like stuck to the mm. track, or to the to the road, rather, because it, was, yeah. it wasn't really tracks. And that mm. it was very rigid. It didn't feel very... I don't know. I always felt like if I hit, went over a bump, I'd immediately be sucked down to the floor. Yeah. But it yeah, just... It had that typical Ubisoft falling mechanic problem, didn't it? It did. And then there was the whole story thing where it's about a revenge story and everyone was a bit like, well, it's a car game, mate. What are we getting involved with all this personal stuff for? Rich backstory. Yeah, I mean, fair enough. But you've got to deliver on it, haven't you? You've got to make the rich backstory good. And it just seemed a bit out of place. Mm. But... but Look, the crew motorsport, but motors fest. Sorry, proved me wrong. That's trending upwards, at least initially. I didn't even know they'd released another one. Well, that's the, to, be to be honest. I wasn't really tracking it. I knew it was around, <laughs> no. but I was thinking, well, that's mm. dead in the water, basically. And it may well be yeah. dead in the water. It might not be enough for Ubisoft, but mm. as I said, you asked me after the crew too what the third iteration of that game would do. I'll say worse, not better, and hasn't. Didn't exactly release in a quiet month either. Look, NBA, fucking EA Sports FC. The Crew, Starfield, Mortal mm. Kombat's the next one. So there's a lot of games that came out in this period. Yeah, yeah. So to so to get up on the on the trends of uh, of sales is good. Mortal Kombat one, almost thirty nine percent down compared to Mortal Kombat eleven, which was in twenty nineteen. So that's a howler in it. You get that Alan gets that back in the boardroom and goes, "What on earth has happened there?" And Ed Boone's like, "I don't know." Mm. They all, all, all the critics loved it, but you've got a forty percent decline there. Caught well, out no, fatigue. The, the thing is, I kind of feel like anything between twenty nineteen, probably not twenty nineteen to be fair, but at least twenty twenty, yeah, and like the next sort of two to three years is almost Artificial unreliable inflated. data. Yeah. yeah, because people had more money. Ah, 
had more I, time, I mostly. Well, they had more time. Some people had more money because they didn't have they, they they simply didn't have other things to spend it on, like holidays and days out and all that uh, stuff. You're getting but these furlough not... payments for people, and you look at yeah. some of the sums being handed yeah. over there. Yeah, yeah, and you know, obviously some of these people hadn't made that in two years, and then it's just been handed over to them. Hello, yeah. <laughs> cooking the books. Where's that inflation come from? Well. <laughs> that's another topic we can digital finance so oh um, get it all out into cash and then just deal with it that way put it under your bed don't deal with it because they'll only take um, it off you if you don't well, do that yeah i mean there is that argument that as soon as it it gets put into Some the system, system they know it's there yeah <laughs> they will come knocking for it and rishi will want his part um so yeah people had more money and stuff and i uh, to be fair, like 2019 was obviously prior to that. But yeah. I, the thing is, it all, the, the trouble with all this data that I have is if you look at it in isolation and go, well, back to four years, like what else was out four years ago? Like mm. what uh, it, it, it's a tricky thing to contextualize. And I guess that's what they have to do when they take the data back to the boards is go, well, why are we forty percent down? You got someone scrabbling around with PowerPoint presentations, contextualizing yeah. exactly why that is. But it's interesting to hear that because you'd have expected that most people that went for Mortal Kombat Eleven would have been ready and ready to go a few years later for for a new entry, a reboot nonetheless. I wonder whether it because it's come out after Street Fighter Six this year, mm. and I know people are loyal to certain brands. There's some people yeah. that love Tekken, there's some people that love Mortal Kombat, there's some people that love Street Fighter, and they won't deviate. But mm. I know there's a lot of people that probably just buy the newest one, try that, and go, oh, I like this, and stick with that for a year or so, or maybe even mm. longer. Maybe they stick with that for the generation. I do wonder whether Street Fighter Six coming out earlier this year got the mind share, got people invested into that, you know, fighting mm. platform, people going online, doing the online rankings, whatever they do competitively. And they're like, I don't need another one. Cause it's not just, it's not just drag and drop your skill set. You've, you've invested time in learning how Street mm. Fighter 6 works. So I do wonder if it's the timing thing. And I'll be interested to see what Tekken does next year, because these are the three big players in the fighting game space. And they're coming mm. out in like within a year of each other, all three of them. So they're all treading on each other's toes. Mm. It really is. They should do it some sort of triple threat between all three of them, get the best three characters and players from each of the games, create some sort of unified fighting platform, which lets all three of them come in and say, right, have at it. Who's the true king? Otherwise, you get into all the boxing of this, didn't you? Is that 15 world champions? You're like, hang on, who's the actual champ here? <laughs> but that's my theory is that perhaps Street Fighter 6 has mm. stolen some of that and retained it and people are like I don't need another fighting game just yet 40% that's a lot in it that's one where you, the, yeah. you see that and go cool that's I mean, look, well, we're talking, some, about, yeah. talking about the, the, the 10% that's not great we're talking about 6.5 up that's good but not you know a problem mm. 40% is kind of like well it's a shitload like that, there's no two ways about it. That's a that's a shitload of numbers. Um, but yeah, it, it's just strange, isn't it, for a game like that? Because it's like, surely if I was playing one of those games, I'd be loyal to it because yeah. that's where I've invested my time. In the same way that, um, but Football Manager, I ain't just gonna go and play another one just because it's out before. I'd go, no thanks. I'll play I'll Championship Manager this year. Yeah, you just, 
and then I just I wouldn't do that. Like I, I don't know. Maybe it's a different a different ecosystem, whatever you want to call it. Different. Mm. Maybe people aren't as precious about it. They just want to play the new fighting game. And probably people who like fighting games would play different ones anyway. I could probably see a bit of that. Yeah. But if I was one of the hardcore Mortal Kombaters, I'd still be going back for it. Oh I yeah. Expect. Unless like it... that one, the previous one, was real shit. Like. I don't think that's the case at all. I think they've all been really well received for at least the mm. last two or three entries. So there's no reason for that. Mm. Like I said, it, is, it was a, probably an unusually busy month because you had mm. said, the crew, NBA, Starfield, um, FIFA, stress, slash EA Sports FC, plus any manner of other took that's coming down the pipe. Yeah. And um, yeah, that's, a, that's something to, to keep an eye on. Hardware sales. So this is the PS5, Switch and Xbox series. Switch sales down 28%. I mean, the fact that it's even below 50%, considering how old that thing is, is a a marvel in itself that people are still buying it. So fair Mm. enough for them. PS5 sales up 175% compared to September of 2022. So year on year, that's a huge increase. That's the same for Switch, sorry. That was September 2022. Mm. Xbox Series X had their big Starfield game release, the big console seller, I was told. Down 35% for the S and X. What's going on there? How can that be? When you've just had arguably your biggest game of the generation. And people are like, I was literally just thinking to myself, here we go. And I was expecting those numbers between PS5 and Xbox to be reversed. Right. Right. No. Sony released nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Literally nothing. They sat their thumb up arse. Unless people are getting ahead of the game for Spider-Man. Maybe. I think there was a Spider-Man special edition now, mm. but generally, they've been, weird, I think every time we do this, they're up like ridiculous numbers. Mm. So something's going on. Something, there's a yeah. momentum there. But I really mm. did... I was quite surprised at the Xbox numbers because this time last... I mean, last year in particular, they had like pretty much a barren year. This I'm literally year, trying to think what they released. Like, like Pentiment and gra- ground, Grounded. Yeah. So nothing to really to go out and buy the box for. This gen- genuinely had a game that, if you're yeah, interested yeah. in, have at it. Now, I know they've got Cloud, but I, I believe that makes up like less than 1% of their base. It's, nah, it's, it's, it's yeah. child's play. I know they've got mm. PC as well. Yeah, you know, PC is, and that's the most played market for Starfield. Yeah, yeah. But still, I'm just unless they had a really exceptional September 2022 that was out mm. of the norm for what they'd released. Yeah, that's surprising. Yeah, it is. Uh, I, it's I a can't console even, exclusive. Can't even speculate. I mean, it, it's a good point to make the PC one because that's a big market that yeah. they already have access to. Um, yeah. Obviously, that the PlayStation don't. But well, PlayStation do it different, don't they? They port them years later and. Try and, yeah, yeah, yeah. try and catch it that way so they they access it but in a different way and i'd be fascinated to see what the how it was a way of measuring what's more, what would be more successful for them like would a day and date release of spider-man on pc just rocket the numbers even i would think that's the best way to do it but they they want to maintain that separation at least initially so that mm-hmm. these ps5 sales can still go up 175 percent year on year yeah i mean it feels like they want to direct people and give you a, a benefit for having a PlayStation. They don't want to seep into that mm. competition, I guess, with with the PC crowd on Xbox. They're like, no, we'll keep that 
console exclusive at least for a period of time and then once we've got our our maximum out of that we'll give it to the pc mob and that yeah. also gives them a chance to op- properly optimize it that's probably the way that they've they've yeah. thought about it one thing to keep in mind about the xbox series x is that it has had a price increase so wonder mm. if that put people off they were like well it's not as not as cheap as it was last year perhaps but i don't know people it's not I that think it's as cheap as it was last year. So. No, exactly. And, and people don't just stop buying things for that. They, they absolutely no. do. But that is that is worth factoring in that perhaps mm. that is. Because this is units sold, not necessarily revenue. So, yeah. you know, you can't, you can't offset the, the revenue loss because it's not tracked here. However, Microsoft did release some, I think it was the first quarter stats. So they do weird quarters, these businesses I've found. They don't really be sticking to... This is Q1 which ran until sept- the end of September. I don't know what they're playing at there. I don't know what sort of year, Q1. So that would start when? August, July? What? July, August, September is their Q1, I think. What's that I all can't, about? I don't know. Who's cooking the books for that? What's going on there? <laughs> what reason is... What are they up to? I don't... What I, is I that? Can't even, I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. There's a lot of firms that do it. It's not not just Microsoft. Mm. A lot of firms, when you look at their Q1, it starts in like October. Like, what are you doing? I don't know. I can never... Fiscal year. Start my workplace. Your performance year is October to October. Right. So you get to to this time, they go, right, well done, Chris. And you go, well, I've still got two months here to deliver. They go, no, that's next year. It's like, well, I don't be understanding this. No. Anyway... Their overall revenue, Xbox gaming. So this is the this is the one that Alan cares about. Nine percent up. So that's good news. Mm-hmm. Their hardware revenue. So this is revenue, not units sold. This is where it's slightly different. Was down seven percent, and um, that kind of lines up with the the, the drop off we had for the you know the European sales market. This is this is their overall performance we're talking about now. But it's still a trend of their hardware just falling off a little bit. And, it, and mm. it feels like to me, and then we've said this before and sort of let them off the hook saying, well, their generation's really starting now in terms of the software. Like the Activision mm. Blizzard King deal's closed, Starfield's out, they've got a pipeline of games that they're looking to get out. And yet the revenue is not really picked up or been picking up. I and mean, it's only, only three years into it. Is there concerns if you're a console Xbox player that Microsoft might... At some point, I'm not saying they're going to shut the Xbox. It's clearly not going mm. to happen. But they may say, look, we're seeing growth in cloud, whatever that might be, from one person to 100 people. Growth is growth. It'll look good on the spreadsheet. And we're also seeing growth on PC. And we send our games there day and date. We're seeing growth on Game Pass on PC and on cloud only. Do we need to be putting as much effort into this Xbox, this this stupid proprietary box that sits on the shelves and people aren't aren't buying at the moment at, at a rapid rate, especially when we get the embarrassment of the PS5 selling 100% increases year on year? Is this worth keeping an eye on just in case they start to treat the Xbox faithful, the console players as second or third class citizens? Um... I would be really surprised if they didn't continue to challenge PlayStation in the console market indefinitely. And Why I think though? they're services now. That's what they keep saying. We're a, we're a software and services. 
We've got Game Pass. You don't need to worry about what the box it's on. Play it on your phone. Straight in. One second. Latency. Whatever screen you've got. Two billion people we've got access to. Huh? Why are we why are we segregating? Why are we bothering with these fucking thirty million nerds that are buying these black boxes? We're selling them at a fucking loss, Alan. Well, they ain't selling them at a loss for a start. No matter what they say, they're they're making a profit out of it. No one sells products at a loss unless you're an idiot. And Microsoft are not idiots. For whatever they are, they're not stupid. Make a bloody fortune that company. Literally, money printers extraordinaire. Wow. Um, so. Unless there was some sort of advantage they can get by doing it, and on the basis, yeah, there's a cost that goes into maintaining the Xbox and producing it and developing it and all that kind of stuff, but it ain't going to be that high, is it? I mean, I sat there and built a PC in 10 minutes. Mm. Like, you you stick the requirements in. There's obviously some, some effort that goes into it, but broadly speaking, it's not going to be a huge loss maker for them um and i think there is always going to be a segment of the market that wants at least something physical to turn on get your ps5 and get game pass through that done i just don't think they're going to do that i don't i don't i don't see who does who doesn't want to do that who doesn't think microsoft would want to i think they absolutely want to put on the ps5 i think so you don't want it hmm I, 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 don't don't, think I don't think they're interested yeah. in this nonsense, really. Like at the very top level, they're like, "Look, Phil, there's a war chest. Do what you want with it." Mm. But it seems but what like what is the goal? Make money in it by spending. Is it? Yeah, but it's making money and growth. It's not actually right. It's not even making money. It's just growth at the moment. It seems most of these firms uh, uh, this is... focus on revenue growth. They don't tell you how much they spent on it. This game is, game this revenue up nine percent. I was like, "Well, did you draw down the seventy billion you spent on?" Act? No, you didn't, because you, your overall profit would be well down. That's why they're talking revenues and not the actual in and out job. The thing is, they probably secured debt to buy it anyway. Like, it's not like they, they looked at their bank account. I'd, I'd, I'd be very surprised if they just paid cash. I think they like, did. Look at what Musk did with Twitter. It's all leveraged, like leveraged debt. Like, and that's how they do it. And then they pay the debt off in that way because it's more efficient to do it like that. That's what I'd expect. So it's not like where you and I go, oh, need a new fridge freezer. So that's going to come out of the bank account or whatever. Like they just leverage debt usually to buy and acquire Microsoft things. buy Activision in an all cash deal. Well, there you go. I mean, that's not... I think, I think they did. I think they actually did just buy it outright. Imagine just having that. Just sitting there, seventy well, exactly. billion dollars, yeah, cash. Well, that's Microsoft. They're a two trillion dollar company. I know, but still, that that is like that is mental. So, I mean, obviously they don't have it in cash. I'm sure they've got it in various investment vehicles. No, it's a suitcase. They went round. They went round with a suitcase and dropped it off. Well, there you go. Mm. You do the admin of getting that into people's accounts and shareholders. We're just well. going to drop this briefcase off, and it was done. That's how. That's as simple as that. Yeah, I mean, no. truth be told, I don't really. I mean, you look at PlayStation. There's a clear like business plan, right? In terms of they want to keep things exclusive. They want to draw people to their console. They want to release good games and get people buying the console and get that flywheel spinning, if you like. But Microsoft just seems to have this scattergun business model of cloud of subscriptions and they're edging their no, bets, aren't they? They're trying to get fingers in different pies and then accelerate where it makes sense and. Not accelerate where 
There's a decline. But what are they accelerating? There's no good games. This is the point. Don't need like, it. You've got Game Pass. So yeah, they, they, they haven't got to worry about it, have they? <laughs> yeah, but surely, like, when you actually break this down a bit, what draws you to it? It's the games. They've got the 200 games, games got on be... Game Pass. So what we're saying is, is they're not want to. They want to release good games, not great games. Um, they well, rather think... release twenty good games than one great one. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, hundred percent accurate. Now, if they can release twenty great games, they will. But mm. if they were given that opportunity, mm. they're going to do twenty good games because that means more people go into their service and stay there mm. for a longer period of time. It's a different that's game. The difference. Yeah. yeah. So that, that's what I mean. That's I guess. That's where I struggle with their business model is because they don't come out and say that. And obviously they can't come out and say it. But they're going for quantity over quality, arguably. Whereas PlayStation go for quality over quantity, largely. Now, obviously, you know, they're going to release some good games as well. But they want one, two, three, if they can, great games every year. Uh, One this year. Well, yeah, one this year. But some years you get up to two or three of them. And then we're getting rewarded um, with 175% increases in yeah. hardware take-up. So why would they bother releasing more than one? Sickens me when they do that. So It's fucking drones is, going out there buying it. Yeah, because they'll still play their FIFA. They can still play their Call of Duty and they can then well, get their Spider-Man. They, they can play Call of Duty for now until Phil pulls the rug out. From yeah, Phil, and then you've got you know, on Xbox, you go, well, you can play bloody Starfield, Starfield or some turf from Motorsport. Hi-Fi Rush, Redfall, Minecraft Legends. They ain't playing that. Liza P. They ain't playing that. Well, I don't know. They might play that. Sold one million copies. Yeah. No, to be fair, when you said Liza P, I've shot on that unnecessarily. (laughs) I didn't deserve that. Crap all over it. (laughs) Speaking of that, this is a complete side now. That Lords of the Fallen, which is another Souls. Liza P is a Souls-like type game. Laws of the Fall and also a Souls-like game. That also sold one million. Like, it's clearly just like a default market of a million people that will go out and buy these Souls-like games if they're not completing out a toot. Yeah, well, that's probably fair, yeah. Money well, printer. If I'm Sony, I'm sickened by that, that I'm capitalised on Bloodborne. Either remastered it and got that out, mm. or try to wrangle and got a sequel with From Software or yeah. give it to someone else because that is money to be made there and everyone's clamouring for that. Instead, they're off playing Liza P and Laws of the Fallen when they didn't have to. Why is that? I don't remember. I think Bloodborne, what's that, 2016, 2017 or something? Yeah, I mean, it's, I've got 2017 in my head. It may have yeah. been 2018, but yeah, 2017 sounds about right. I kind of remember that getting crapped on a bit because it was hard. Well, that was it, yeah. Like, Four, and I think, 2015, well off the mark. That's what it was. Yeah, I thought, it That's what like I'm it saying. It's been in a fucking decade and they've put thumb up ass with it. So maybe they just feel like that name's tainted with... And especially, I don't know. No, that was I'm not cracked on. But as in... Haven't they got a bit easier? Um, 91 on Open Creek. Yeah. Honestly, I don't mean cracked on critically. Right. Crapped on by the losers that can't handle it. The same right, losers so... that crapped on Elden Ring and it sold 20 million. Yes, please. Yeah. But so... Elden Ring was made a bit more accessible, I understand it. Arguably, but still... 
Yeah, this is what I'm trying not to dabble outside of my out of my lane. Here, I mean, but... probably it's more accessible in the fact that you, if you get stuck, you can go off and do other things. And whilst that is true for Bloodborne, it's limited mm. in what you do because you just go and find another optional boss is the you know, <laughs> the most likely outcome and then struggle with that. Whereas Elden Ring, you can there's a whole world to go off and explore, so you can just mm. go and go and do that. But the same principle applies. You overlevel your character and then teach them a lesson, or you just summon and then someone from wherever in the world will come in at level 160 and just blow the fucking boss away and you'll just stick their feet up. That's that's the but way to want, make it easier. Do you want that? Do you want the Bloodborne 2? Yeah. Oh, well, actually, I want, a re- I want some sort of remaster of Bloodborne because it ran like mm. dog shit. There's no getting around that. Right. Um, and then, yeah, a second one. Why not? Don't know. I don't want it. Oh, stick right. up your ass. But there's obviously a market there. And I'm, they... My gut feel is that the Souls games used to be a minority of hardcore players. And I feel like that's grown. I mean, you've even got Biff that's tried to dabble in it and, and Adkins and stuff. And I think I think there probably is a bigger market for some of these more challenging games now yeah. than perhaps there was. I don't, think it's I don't want that stress. Life's not- stressful enough without that going on. Yeah, I mean, it's not going to do Call of Duty numbers, but it's enough to make a mm. tidy profit and to get some good... Uh- Fan cachet on your side, so so they get critical acclaim now as well. So and yeah. I don't think they really used to. Again, I don't know whether that's bollocks, but well, I think um, that, I think they used to get critical acclaim because it used to go to the right people. Hmm. There is that. There is that thing I always think of. It go they they and along with other games and genres they? go to you know people yeah, that like know. those games. So you're always going to get... manager to me to review, not paper. Like, and yeah. I think that is the right thing to do because it's like, if I like this sort of game, will I like it? It's probably mm. the best way to get around it. If you give me Bloodborne to review, I'm going to shit all over it. Right? Yeah. And it's just not my bag. If you give me Dead Space to review, I'm not going to enjoy it. So, wow. But then you're getting into the realms of biases if you give it people that do like it. What do you do? It's an imperfect system. Doesn't work, does it? Anyway, Xbox hardware, is it going away? <laughs> Not in the near future. No. I mean, I'm still adamant at some point they will be redundant. Like, And they probably could be redundant now, but it's not... As you said, there's a, there's a lag, there's a latency, and you don't have control over it. It's in someone else's yeah. control. And I think people aren't at a point where they're willing... Or comfortable to relinquish that. No. Um, yeah, I'm I reckon not, I'm not two ringing. generations' time, it could be on the menu. Mm. I'm not ringing the alarm bell saying, look, your Xbox mm. is going to be closed off in a minute. But no. if it, if they, don't, they want growth, Microsoft, and if they see the growth being somewhere else, they will invest more in that area rather than your black box. Mm. So you just got to be wary of that happening. If that's your main meal is playing mm. on an Xbox console but their, their success is largely being eaten up on other fronts, whether that's PC, cloud, Game Pass, etc. that mm. they may well choose to realign their resources elsewhere, meaning that next time it won't be what you wanted. That's all. So are you, just to delve yeah. into this a bit more, just to take up the time, so are you thinking about more like, you get a PC, you mm. can put whatever parts in it you like, but the operating system's Windows. Is that kind of how you're thinking about it? So you, but are you thinking more of a, an app-based, like you download the Microsoft Game Pass app and you've got their whole library and you can get it through 
on your new Nintendo Switch you can get through on your PS7 or something you know like, what I mean something I mean that's like end game sort of shit but something like there's an Xbox mm. app Game Pass app on anything that you can play a game on and maybe there still is an Xbox which just has that and other means mm. but that to me feels like what they were trying at least at some point we're thinking was going to happen you get 200 million mm. Game Pass subscribers one day and then you know mm. <clears throat> they're off to the races but I'm not even sure that's necessarily realistic now getting a few hundred mm. million because it has slowed up a little bit and we even saw mm. that they've removed you know the old old Nadella the, the big king of Microsoft one of his bonuses was tied to Game Pass growth and they've mm. he's, they've blown it again for like the third year running they haven't, haven't reached it I think it owed 4% and he got like less less than half of that and that's mm. now no longer a goal for him for the next year so, so he's gone look, that's not fair <laughs> it ain't work. Whatever we said back in three, four years ago ain't, ain't coming to fruition. So this this yeah. change. How I think- would you deal with that? What like, what if, you, if someone said to you, Joe, five percent, so or whatever it is, it's almost irrelevant. Get that game pass growing, mm. and you've got. Uh, what do you do? Because really, the thing that will drive that growth is the games. Like you'd argue that that's going to be the main driver. Is what's on there? What's going to draw people to it? What do you mean by growth? How's that measured? So, um, number of users, number of users, monthly oh, right. users. I'll cut the price by seventy five percent. You did, no, there's no revenue yeah, yeah. tied to that. I'll yeah. cut the books. So this that is way. where it's interesting, right? So, it, I always think and I creep about it, it up I think, over the years, and they all stay for the ride, and then they don't realise they're paying more than they did three years ago. And this is the trouble with revenue versus growth. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's like how you, they're not going to want just to see the numbers go up, because then you go to him and you go, look, boss numbers through the roof they go yeah but we're losing money on it you go well that wasn't you know ask me to make money on it you asked me to grow it and the numbers are are higher than ever so what are we doing i suspect it's a case of both of them growth is revenue and users right yeah so say you've got to do that you've got to bring in an extra four percent what do you what like what i mean obviously put the price up ten percent you shouldn't lose you only lose less than six percent you're laughing no because the growth's down Numbers kind are down. Of both. Doesn't work like you fucking morons. That's you the goal. Have to be, you have to be strong with them. You want your want your million dollar bonus, then both of well, them. I'm required. right. I have an half a million salary. Thanks. I'll do that for two years and retire. You just try and get away with it, then, don't you? For a couple of years. The goal's not to get the bonus. The goal's to get the salary for as long as get you can. Sal- yeah. <laughs> But there's like if four. Just stay in this hot seat, then we're laughing. He had like four other metrics yeah. that weren't related to it. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. It's um, it's just interesting though because I find that if you can't, the the only real drive you've got is what games you can get on that on there, which really is going to. I mean, if you imagine if you got like, Call of Duty will be on there one day though. That's right, the thing. this is so, what I'm saying. You get Call of Duty on there, you get something on there, and all of a sudden the numbers go through the roof because do people they go, know? Well, they say, I haven't got a fucking Xbox. I've got a PS5. I made my choice three years ago, you fucking numpties. I ain't paying another 400 quid for it. Yeah. I pay, uh, the thing I, is... I only play Call does. of Duty. I don't want to pay fucking $180 a year or whatever it costs to have Game Pass. I'll pay $70 a year and say, thank you. Mm. I'll play that all year round. I wonder if you thought that by... I, you see, when you look at this, I wonder why this is brought, why they brought gold into that Game Pass category. Because you went, well, how have you increased the numbers? You went, well, well we brought all the gold and silvers in. So Yeah, it's nonsense. It's not even real Game Pass, as we've discussed. It's just a yeah. absolute nonsense. And look, we're not going to get the breakdown either. We're going to get a 
a, a, a parade of numbers of increase, mm. and it'll be mm. most of that will be the gold people transferred into what yeah, is essentially yeah, toot and not a game pass. Anyway, don't think it's going away, but keep an eye on it. I'll say. And I was just surprised that maybe on the revenue because that's year on year. We don't care about that, but that. The fact that their sales were down from last year and in the European mm, market yeah, console-wise is, is quite shocking when they had their biggest game of the generation out because it means that people that are... It, it, not like the game performed poorly. It got to number two. Mm. So when I, it, wasn't, it wasn't selling. But um, strange. Anyway, we'll leave Xbox to it. Idle Game Chat, Dim Digital's flagship video game podcast. Here most weeks to talk about all manner of turt. Patreon.com forward slash Dimp Digital is the place to go to support this grassroots and independent endeavor. You'll also join the community. Hashtag hand in pocket. Couple of games have been out in the fantasy gaming leagues. Let's get through those. Metal Gear Solid Master Collection Volume 1. Currently sitting on a 77. This goes into Adcock's Grand Prix team. Alvaro Alonso comes in with... The review from Hobby Consolaris. Hobby Consolaris. We need a jingle for that, really. Well, maybe they've got one. I've never been on their website. Mm. He gave it 75 out of 100, so near, near, the, near the mean average. Having these games on current platforms is fantastic. And yes, they are still masterpieces that we would recommend with our eyes closed. But a series like Metal Gear Solid deserves more than just a compilation without any substantial novelty, which seems more like an attempt to silence fans than an honest way to revitalise Snake. So it's an interesting perspective. That seems to be the general theme, is that good mm. to have them, but they've not done anything significant with them. My question is, yeah. how much treatment should these old, this old took be given now, what I'd, norm- one. what I'd normally say is you go full whack, but you look at that PS1 game, that Metal Gear Solid, there really is only so much you can do to make that look good. The fact that it's not a laser-sharp 4K is probably a blessing because the the game was never intended to be viewed on anything other than a blurry whatever we yeah. had back in the day. Yeah. So there is only so much you can do to a certain extent. It probably would look mm. worse if you made it too clean in a way. It kind of needs to be a bit soft. But normally I'd say you do the maximum. Yeah. Now, what they've got running alongside this, and we saw another trailer of it this past week, is they are remaking Metal Gear Solid 3. So this treatment that people wanted is actually happening just on a more game-by-game basis. So with that being said, I'm kind of fine with them being the way they are. This This is a way of... It's not completely preserving the original because these are HD versions that were re-released and they have cleaned up the controls and cleaned up some of the artifacting and whatnot. But it's about as close as you can probably get to how the games were when they originally came out. And I'm kind of fine with that being a part of it. Not everything's got to be updated to 2023 standards, especially when you've already got a remake in the works for one of the games. And presumably, if that's a success, you'll do more. But... Mm. Is there value in having old games that are as close to their original as possible? Or should they have just gone, look, we're going to remaster these and clean them up completely? Mm. I think that if you deviate too far from the original, then it loses some of the original magic that people actually wanted it and liked it for. And I think it's a really tricky 
balancing act between keeping enough of the originality versus updating enough to make it playable because largely these You've games are bastardise the original in some way well there's always going to be that element of criticality over it i think there's going to be some people that love the imperfections of the original and you get rid of some of those and it takes away some of the charm and <clears throat> it's like people that have if you buy used watches people don't like it if you clean them up because they go oh, it tells a story and like various wow. other things it's like some classic things are, are the way they are because it tells the story of the game and stuff and, and, and the products. And I don't know if I necessarily buy into that because every time I've gone back to play an old game, I go, this is shit. How did I play it? Like, um, But I think, I think if they're that old, like to your point, they look like shit now. Like the, 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 It's great having crystal clear screens and and all this stuff available to us, but it really does amplify how poor it looks. Mm. Like, it, it 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 just doesn't do it any favours. So I think arguably if it's old enough and it's poor, it looks poor enough, then you kind of just do what they've done by the sounds of it, which is just tidy up the edges a bit and make it a bit more playable and go off your pop. Yeah. Um, and where you've got a bit more to work with, um, then... And, you know, you can do something like a remaster or, or whatever. But I quite like what what Resident Evil have done with their games, which is basically just redo them. Mm. And I think that if you're going to do it yeah, and you do that and you do it well, like that's where the championship is, I think. Yeah, it's like a reimagination of the original. Yeah. Because you, you've got new mechanics and things to be playing with and modernizations and Stuff you design. can do now that you couldn't do back then that, yeah, yeah. that make it better, right? And I think that's what my ideal is rather than just going back and, and replaying stuff. I like the idea that they are reimagined with a, with a modern lens on it. And then you don't get snarled up in that. You get obviously compared to it, and there's some throwbacks and nods to the original, but you're not constrained by all this retro stuff. Yeah. And I, I, I really do feel like that was like proved that that is the way that it can be done. Yeah. So yeah, I think I, I tend to agree. I think having the key thing for me about this collection is that now Metal Gear Solid One is playable on a modern platform. Mm. I, I think PS2 was the last time it was even playable on anything yeah. and mm. it's been on p it's, to be fair it has been released on pc through gog good old games mm. but in terms of a console you've we've been lacking a way to play this the, the playstation mini had it so you could yeah. play it on that but that wasn't ideal but in terms of if you just bought your ps5s or your ps4s now there's a way to play it. same with the xbox side so i think it's important to at least check that box because on the assumption that going forward most things are going to be backwards compatible in the console mm. space this should preserve a version of the game yeah, you know, yeah. as, as best it can. So that, to me, that was the minimum requirement. They, they kind of hit that. And yeah, they, they're doing a Metal Gear Solid 3 remake. Who knows how much they change or don't change and whatnot. I've mm. heard they're not re-recording any of the voice dialogue and things. So they're kind of going to be tied in from mm. that perspective. I don't think a lot of people would want them changed, to be honest. Because again, that's like, oh, it's almost perfect the way it's done. But mm. that does tie your hands in terms of structure, where you go and what you can do. You can't change. Deviate. You can't deviate that much, can you? Because yeah. you're locked in. Maybe they move things around and are clever with it. But yeah, it looks like they're kind of going down that road as well. And that takes time. So you're not going to get a collection of four or five games to come out and be in that vein. <laughs> it has to be done game by game and have the focus to be put on it. So mm. that's really the more interesting thing is to see how that pans out, that Metal Gear Solid Delta Snake Eater remake. And then we, this is called Volume 1. 
huge rumours or heavy rumours that it's going to be a volume two with Metal Gear Solid 4, perhaps 5, Peace Walker, all that stuff. So eventually we should have a Master Collection volume one and two or a Master Collection overall that has everything up until this point, you know, available on modern platforms. And that's, I mean, it's a minimum, some would say, but it's something we haven't had. So I'll take it. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, I think... It goes back to what we said before, though, what we were discussing the other week around Grand Theft Auto. Give me that. Available, wow. modern platforms. That's what I'd like, but... Well, got the old Red Dead Redemption out of the bins, didn't they? Just chucked on yeah, the PS4. Yeah. So maybe there's mm. maybe there's a view to do that of GTA 4 or something like that. Nah, no, I want, I want, want the older ones what, as well. What, 2D, titters? Yeah, I'd love that to be cleaned up a little bit. I don't just give it do. a run. Well, my brain says I do. No. They're so bad. They're so bad, in, like, by today's standard. I don't mean at the time, because I used to love them as well. Yeah. But no, is what I'd say to that. You're going to be in for a rude awakening. And I'm, I'll be in for a rude awakening if I ever play this Metal Gear Solid 1. So I'm staying away from it for a little while until I can handle that disgraceful moment in my life. Adcock again firing all sin. There's another game he's dropped out. Alan Wake 2. Sitting on an 89 at the moment. So a very nice score indeed for Remedy. Tristan Olgolvi. Ogilvy. Ogilvy? O-G-I-L-V-I-E. Ogilvy, yeah. Ogilvy. 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 Alan Wake 2 is a superb survival horror sequel that makes the cult classic original seem like little more than a rough first draft by comparison. So he's cracked on the original, which is fair enough. I mean, it's over 10 years old, I think, so Mm. this probably does feel like that. 9 out of 10 given. Very good scores. Definitely puts it on the radar if it wasn't already. I, I do like most of Remedy's work. I want to go through and play Control, which has some DLC that, has some uh, narrative beats from Alan Wake in there, the original. And I've also got access, I've got access to that, and I've got access to Alan Wake Remastered. So I could do a whole kind of universe run-through, but then you're making a mountain out of what could have been just a molehill of just playing this. It's dangerous doing this. It's dangerous I've going I've noticed. It's, it, there's a real replay mentality going on that Ronnie's seeping into I don't really lately. want to play Alan Wake again if I'm honest I liked it for what it was at his time but I don't fancy mm. going back to that but I do want to play Control again because I always I always wanted to go you back you did and, like that I did like yeah. that and I wanted to play mm. it at 60 FPS and now that mm. I've got the package with the DLC included that feels like a good time to go back and revisit that um, and then get into Alan Wake too. so I, I do think this is in danger this game despite the critical reception which all indications say that it's going to be pretty good if you're into these sorts of games. But I think on the commercial front, it's could bomb because it's just come out after Spider-Man mm. 2, after Super Mario Wonder, mm. a week later. And I'm like, how many people... And it's digital only. Now, we know that the sales are heavily skewed in digital's favour. There's more people doing that than there is physical. But you still lose a portion of the market that you otherwise wouldn't have done if you had a disc version out there for people to buy, especially in the run-up to Christmas. There may have been a you know gift buying and whatnot. Mm. So I've got a feeling this could bomb, which is why when Salmon asked if it's on Game Pass, I said it's not, but I wouldn't be surprised if in six months, if it isn't, because they're like, we can take a check from Phil 
take a bung and chuck it on them. I would love to be wrong. I must say that. I would love to be wrong. And actually it sells 1 million in like one day and sells more than Liza P and Laws of the mm. Fallen put together. But it just feels like this is ill-timed in terms of a... You know, it's, it's slightly cheaper, as they mentioned in their press release, because it's digital only. But they're still asking a lot for people to be coming off of Super Mario Wonder, coming off of Spider-Man 2... Yes, there's not a, perhaps a great crossover, but there's still a lot of core gamers that are going to be playing just those two games still. Yeah. So Alan Wake 2 is not going to be on the menu for a while. I think that's a, yeah, I think you're right. I think that's going to be the problem for most people, isn't it? Um, it's it's not going to be top of the list, but that might see a bit of a delayed, uh, yeah, a bit of a delayed sort of boon. moved, yeah, delayed boon for it, yeah. Once it goes on sale, because it's... it's well, it, like, even Adcock was like, oh, well, my, I'm going to play that then. And I said, oh, it's digital only. And he was like, oh, there's a good chance he won't. <laughs> Just for Why? that reason. I don't know. You know what these people are like. I need their heads checked. They didn't mind Better. playing Limbo, did they? When that was digital only. They didn't mind well, this is what I mean. For some reason, there's trials. an expectation. Yeah. That, did Happily we? download it. But yeah. when it comes to Alan Wake 2, they go, oh. What do you mean, yeah. oh? Yeah. <laughs> fucking play it if you want to play it <laughs> that's what happens when you try and like make the gaming hobby like some sort of cash I know people want to be frugal but when you try and try and cut corners and make mm. it as cheap as possible and always look for the deal rather than the going rate you get snarled up in it because the reason why they want yeah. to do that at least from an adcock perspective is to trade it in yeah. and make the next game cheaper but you can he do that here I do understand that, and I do understand why people want to be able to trade. And I think, as we've discussed before, that is the biggest downside of moving to digital is there's no game sharing and there's no trading. So it does mm. it does hurt people a bit. But if you want to play it, I mean, arguably, this is the way we're going. And if you want to be playing it, yeah. you're going to have to suck that up a little bit, and if you unfortunately. Want, if you want Alan Wake 3, heed my warning, this could bomb. So get out there and buy mm. it if you really want yeah. that money where your mouth is I mean I do as well but I'm not going to do it because I think it's stupid to have released it a week after Spider-Man so you're punishing them because of that well I just think it's ridiculous to have done it I can't be I can't bend over backwards for everyone because <laughs> there was other games that have delayed themselves till next year saying yeah we don't want any part of this <laughs> this part of the it's year it's the right thing to it do it's the right like, thing to do yes. I find it bizarre that people just do like they just get out like what? why we- well, we know we know why because every day that goes by is money out the door and no money coming in. So yeah, if you yeah. do if you do delay it for three months, you've got three months worth of salaries that you've got to keep paying without yeah. getting it back, and you've got to hope that the loss of sales that you projected by releasing it in a busy schedule are made up by releasing it in another gap later on. You know, mm. at another time. Yeah, yeah. And you can always run into the problem that Elden Ring Two is announced and coming out. You know, a week apart from your new release date. So then, yeah, what do you, yeah. then what do you do again? Do you delay it again? And it's six mm. months. You've just wasted half a year's salaries on it. So mm. I do. It's not as easy as we make out. However, no, no, no. It's, it's not as binary as that. But you no. think surely you'd look at that runway, like you know what's broadly going to be there, and yeah. you would plot towards that a a free ish element. I mean, it's like you could release it when Call of Duty comes out because arguably they're two separate and completely different games, but mm. um, yeah, I don't know. Epic Games are publishing it, so that does probably help out Remedy mm. in some ways, and yeah. Epic, Epic don't mind you know, chucking money at things just to get a foothold, so 
It's not like they're self-publishing this and it's like if it doesn't succeed, the, the studio's going to go down. Chances are they've already been paid out for most of the work. So to be, to be honest, that probably tells you why they've released it now is because Epic are publishing it and they're like, nah, we're all right. Chuck it out. We'll chuck yeah. it out. People buy it on that store through us and we'll get even more of a cut. So we don't mind that. Mm. But Yeah, true. We'll get to this at some point. It's just figuring out how to get there and plot a, plot a, plot a route to a satisfactory level of familiarity with the universe and the game itself without overdoing it. Mm. But we'll see. We went through three Spider-Man games before that come out. So there is history to be doing that. Anyway, time to close down this segment of the podcast. We'll transfer into some game impressions and we are going to get into Starfield number two in the European sales charts. Number one in the American sales charts. Don't mm. care about that, but it's worth worth mentioning that it sold very well despite being on Game Pass. But Adkins has got the inside scoop. And this was the man that was unable to complete the game because there was a game-breaking bug just before, just as the credits rolled. Whether or not, that's been, whether or not that's been resolved, you'll have to find out in the next chat. So we're going to try and... It is a cliffhanger. I'll keep interrupting you as well while you're trying to close it down. So really great on him. Little intermission coming. Nothing more for us to say other than we'll see you on the other side. Here we are then, back with some game impressions to close out this edition of Idle Game Chat. You got apps here and Tom Atkins, not a cock. Oh, that's my alien face instead of the crown. The crown's <laughs> been binned for the alien face. And alien it's face. on brand because we're here to talk, or you're here to talk about Starfield, which I have not played as of this recording. Oh, because spoilers inbound. There was, well, that's the, you've got to be careful around the spoiler king. Very careful. But uh, um, I was. Yeah, it basically, I'll miss the window for it, and it's, I've just got to wait for some time in the runway. It sounds like on the PC front, it's Did sort of you get, install get, it. I've installed it. Yeah, it sits there installed and updates every every. It's week on your achievement doing. list. I went right. What's happened here? He's accidentally clicked play. I think I did one day actually, but I tabbed yeah, out of it. Come yeah. up on your thing. Just yeah. Come up on well, well, like, oh, look, I will you get will to this at one yeah. point. I don't know as and when. I don't know, maybe sometime in the next few months. It's just It just needs a bit more runway. But yeah. uh, you managed to rattle your way through it. Here's the store rattle, page. Baby. Starfield is the first new universe in 25 years from Bethesda Game Studios. The award-winning creators of Elder Scrolls V, Skyrim, and Fallout 4. Didn't mention Fallout 3. <laughs> in this in this next generation next generation role playing game set amongst the stars create any character you want and explore with unparalleled freedom as you embark mm. on an epic journey to answer humanity's greatest mysteries or mystery rather um, it is next it is current gen only it's not available on yeah. Xbox One I think you can play it through the cloud on your Xbox One if you've got that means but PC oh. and series consoles only um Let's get into some cards on the table with, I guess, Bethesda game. There's no franchise here. This is brand new. There is no franchise. My last space game, Star Wars. Mm. (laughs) No, let's go BGS. I did not play Oblivion. I bought Oblivion, but Mm. never properly played it. I think I played like a demo when the 360 came out. 
didn't really sell on it, so never played it. Skyrim would have been what came first, Fallout Three or Skyrim? Uh, Fallout Three came first. Fallout Three. Yeah, I might. I was late to that though, actually. So maybe Skyrim was Skyrim. Certainly was my biggest experience of a BGS game, mm. and I loved that. Played the shit out of it on the 360. Um, then I dabbled on Fallout franchise three, which I played a bit on my 360. I never completed. Sort of played a bit, and then sort of I don't know. It didn't really. I never clung to it. I didn't sort of, I don't know why, it didn't grab my bollards for some yeah. reason. And then I went back to it um, just before 4 come out and managed to steamroll it. <laughs> this is your greatest ever story. I managed to steamroll through the whole game in 13 hours. Disgusting. <laughs> Absolutely disgusting. There's people that criticise Spider-Man 2 for being too short. You've just proven that Fallout 3 perhaps shorter <laughs> if you go point to point. What's the, what's the uh, how long to beat on Fallout 3? That's fucking disgraceful. It's 47 That's... hours. <laughs> the... Such a bastardisation of that great game. <laughs> Unbelievable! I absolutely miss. I didn't. I didn't care for any of your side stories. Exploring? No. This is a point-to-point lineal game for me. Absolutely, <laughs> <laughs> that is unbelievable. But from there, I, I didn't dabble in New Vegas, which I know there's a lot of love for New Vegas. Um, like I said, I didn't. And then I and then I, I played four. I, I got four. I think it was released, or maybe a couple of days after. I went PC with that. Um, mm. And that's one, aside from uh, Skyrim, that was back in the days when you didn't have game counters, so I don't know how, because I had multiple saves, so I, I lost count of how many hours, but I would imagine there would have been, you know, high number of hours in Skyrim. But Fallout 4 come out, and I I realised what I'd done with 3, and was like, right, that's not how you play a BGS game. Mm. You, the whole point of these games is to not mainline and fuck off and go and do some weird shit. So I did play Fallout 4 the proper way. Oh. I think I played a, about 40-odd hours on that. Did you um, finish it? I did, yeah, yeah, I did. I, I, did, I didn't do everything. I no, don't think I did all the factions. No, I didn't and I, I, I didn't get really into a lot of the... Um, creating thing again which is something i didn't do in starfield um and i biff recently played i say recent within the last five years he played fallout 4 again didn't he? he said he really got into the sort of um settlement making and stuff well that's something i never really touched no. upon i never I hated did any the settlement th- stuff in fallout did you? 4. Yeah. I, and i thought i was gonna love it when i remember they did the reveal at e3 i was like oh my yeah. god that's almost watched that back recently actually i forgot about how good it was yeah and um then when it comes to actually trying to build things, I was like, this is such a mm. poor way of doing it. Like, it was really clumsy. Yeah. And you I could just, like, just demolish everything, couldn't you, to get yeah. the resources? I actually got sucked into just trading, like, just right. yeah, trying yeah. to become, like, a millionaire in caps. Like, I'd pick up every weapon that I'd kill, pick all the armour mm. and go to, was it Diamond City? Find the trade yeah, there yeah. and sell them. What I liked about it was that the traders only had a finite amount of money, so you couldn't just sell everything. Mm. No, they'd, have, no, they'd only have like two thousand caps, so you. you Would it you replenish start, if you like? Over, over time, yeah. I think if you sold, if you bought stuff, it would start replenishing, and also over yeah. time they would it would go up and down. But I remember yeah. I spent ages going just back, going out to the wasteland, getting loads of gear, coming back and selling it and whatnot. But mm. the settlement thing I didn't get on with, which I thought I was nah. going to really adore. 
No, so um, so yeah, so basically, the four I gave a, a lot more time, and I, I well, I, I suppose I need to go back and play three again, really, because I enjoy, I did enjoy my time more in four, but mm. most would say that four is not as good as three. Three is a much much better game. It might um, have been though, Adkins. One of the things I always think about because I definitely love three more, but yeah. there's always that. That was the first 3D Fallout game. Right, yeah, yeah. So it has that advantage of just wowing yeah. you. Now we've yeah. had games, not just Fallout 4, but we've had New Vegas, but we've also had other games like that. Well, this expenses. is the other thing. I think the closest to Starfield, I didn't then tried, uh, what was that? Um, Outer World, was it? Oh, yeah, yeah, the, from Obsidian, uh, yeah. Obsidian, that's it, that's the game. And that was probably my closest thing, to, but I didn't get on with that, to be honest. I started that and really just got bored and fell off of that. The story of his life. Yeah, it really is. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, but yeah, so Fallout 4 was my last BGS game. I say I've never really got in with any of I never played any of the Skyrim DLCs. I never played any no. of the DLCs. So there's a lot been missed out, to be fair, and it's been a very hit and miss um, with BGS games. Like, like, like I say, Skyrim's the ultimate highlight, mm. but I've been very wishy-washy with the Fallout franchise. Um, what about... So when... So go on. I was going to say, so when Thing was announced, Starfield, mm. it was more of a, a setting that I was, was gonna got ask. me hyped. Is, is sci-fi yeah. and space exploration something like, you're interested in? You know, I quite films like... Films or games? Um, I like space, yeah, the space setting, I really... I, I do prefer a lot for it. I'm, I'm a big space guy. So if we went guy. fantasy, post-apocalyptic, and then space, yeah. is, it would, would space and space sci-fi would be... Space would be number one, yeah. I think, yeah. Post, but yeah. Probably, yeah, probably post-apocalyptic would be last, I think. But oh. I do like that setting, you know. I like the yeah. Mad Max films. Yeah. Like... You know, a walking a zombie esque Walking Dead style. I'm, wow. I'm a big fan of. It's not that I hate the, that sort of film, uh, that sort of genre. Sorry, I just I don't know why I've never truly clicked the Fallout franchise. Mm. Yeah, like I say, as soon as Starfield was announced, I was like, wow, this is. Especially after, and there's going to be a lot of comparisons here to one's No Man's Sky. After not allowed to compare the two. That's what, was, that's what I was told. You cannot compare the two space games. It's not you can. <laughs> you can he do it because you can he do it because one has because. RPG mechanics and one doesn't. One has space travel and one doesn't. One has <laughs> one seamless has world transitions. One doesn't. Doesn't. So yeah. So when I saw that and after the debacle, of, it's good now. But back then, when it first, it was the ultimate, ultimate disaster. Pipe <laughs> train derailer. Fucking like, paper got everyone on board with that, and then he did, didn't he? His he hands really of it. Biff, Biff was the, I think Biff was the most burnt so much he'd never go back. No, ever. <laughs> I, the thing is, knowing what I know now, I'm, I'm surprised I even let Biff try that. I could have told him you ain't going to enjoy it, so don't be <laughs> no. getting involved. But he went out. Did he go out day one as well? Got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's excellent I think he still stings now that he, burn that he, he got off at he mentions it enough so he definitely isn't happy <laughs> and yeah it definitely was to papers definitely he was he was riding that train he was mm. he was he was in the seat yeah he, he fucking was doing us all <laughs> yeah, he bastard um, so yeah so this this the, the build up to this um, little bits that they showed um, and it really did it got that sort of 
hype train starting again, and then got a couple of huge, one or two huge delays. Like fuck, yeah, we're never gonna see this. Got a good year and change delay. That's it. And then I got to say I was very hyped, and then they done not long ago, a month now, but they did like a big deep dive into it. Like that looked fucking awesome. Direct, and I was like, cool, no, this this does look very good. So yeah, that's a '96. I I thought in my head. Yeah, not Zelda. I thought this is not Baldur's Gate. Baldur's Gate went out by then, but (laughs) (laughs) this is the daddy of all. This is the '96 that the Green Bloods have needed, and that that Xbox needs. But this is what it is, and I was there day one. I returned to Game Pass. I opted. There was the question of, do I buy this? physical or oh. do i just get the game pass and wash my hands of it and i'm glad i chose the thing i'll tell you why but also a financial thing i thought i'll be playing which i haven't um <laughs> lies, of to play falls, but, uh, <laughs> lies of p lies of p i wish i, I wish i fucking had you the, the falls so i thought well if i buy the two of those yeah. Two of those games thing, if I was to buy them physical, that's like a year's worth of Game Pass. <laughs> I think I could play yeah. so many more better games. Yes. I just having that for a year and then I ain't got that once I've had me time with it, which I feel like I have now. Um I may dab go back and it's if there's big crazy updates. The or... Isn't it on that game pass? It's like Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> so I opted to do it and I was there day and day on the day and I I, I Did played you ever through... consider Going for the PC Game Pass route. So you've got the sort of 1440p dreamboat there. I did, did, but I didn't... What I liked... Well, the the big thing about this game was... um, One of the big downside was the reveal that he was Mm. going for quality. And I've got to say, when I first saw that fucking direct they did, Mm. that was... And I'll save right off the bottom here, that was throughout the game. There was some jaw-dropping moments. I mean... It's not the best looking game I've ever seen. No. Uh, in terms of a BGS game, it, it there's some environments and it's hit and miss. Like sometimes you'll be on a planet and you'll be like, "Fuck me, this is in this looks incredible." Like some of the texture designs they do, certainly like a rocky planet. Mm. Uh, it's just like it's just like the most basic, basic sort of map, or just a barren wasteland. But the map, the way they do the the environments and the skyboxes and and stuff like that, it really is like, cool, this is actually visually incredible for certainly a BGS game because they've never been a, a lookers, really. No, they've been pretty ugly. I mean, I'm fine, yeah, I'm they fine with they? someone telling me that Fallout 3 is an ugly game. Yeah. And I say, yeah. well, have you looked in the mirror yourself, love? And <laughs> get in trouble for saying that, but... Yeah, they they don't they typically aren't lookers, are they? they typically the environments. Not, but... not have just been the settings though. You think about Fallout, it's just yeah. barren wasteland, like, literally just brown, isn't it? It's a brown, dirty Skyrim's like a bit of forest and sparse worlds. Whereas this has the opportunity to sort of have a bit more colour to it, perhaps moons yeah. floating round, all this. Well, I don't know if that happens. Exactly. So now, so throughout, I was like, cool. And yeah, Todd Howard made this big thing how they've made a. A, a decision, a creative decision that they wanted to go for quality over performance, mm-hmm. so we feel it's the right thing. So in my head, I was like, "Well, I know my PC can he be doing that 4K?" No, and that's what Todd's promised me. He's gone right. You ain't getting 30 FPS, but what you will get is a 
glorious 4K. So I was like, ah. Oh. In that case, and the other thing was, I thought, fuck me, I haven't played my Xbox since I cancelled <laughs> Game Pass back in like whenever it was, fucking May or March, something yeah. like that. I have not pl- picked it because I haven't bought anything on it. I've bought everything on PS4. I was like, I need to get something to play on that console. Yeah, that it's a bad dust collector. It's just been sat there. It's fucking. Um, Power Wash Simulator. I think it's the last game I've played. Well, I've gone back for Redfall if it wasn't so fucking shit. Yeah, that's just had an update, isn't it? A 60 FPS. 60 FPS now. The real No Man's Sky turnaround, people are saying. Back again. <laughs> so, um, no, you know, unfortunately, I wish I fucking had because um, there's another thing we'll get to later on that I do require the, the uh, PC package, the PC Game Pass, to be able to sort something out. But, no, unfortunately, no, there was never a... It was a fault, but no chance of it being. So, no, I was day and day console exclusive Game Pass, which... Yeah. Went for the cheaper option, eight pounds a month. Yeah, <laughs> um, and yeah, installed it. It was a big bastard. One twenty managed to pre-install it, which was fucking handy. Yeah, and was there day and day, and boom, I was a lass up, and I went through. How long did you play it roughly? Is there... Let me double check. I just opened up my thing so I could get this information. If I click on Starfield. I'm currently on two days and six hours and 11 minutes, so which 40, equates to 54 40. hours. Yeah. Over Fallout 4. If this is my, well, aside from Skyrim, which we don't know, because I played it on 360 and PC. So over the whole, I've probably played Skyrim more. So this is probably my second most played BGS game. Mm. In the grand scheme of things, these games are probably over 100 hours long, aren't they, if you're playing them? Yeah. Completely. Yeah. You know, you're looking at between 50 and 100 hours, I reckon, on a BGS game. Yeah. Yeah, well, so I played it for 50, what's that say? 50, 54, and mm. that includes um, a lot like exploration, a full clear down of the main story, yeah. and every faction quest. Not every side quest i haven't done every side quest no um and i haven't got involved with its uh settlement making yeah essentially their version of that shipbuilding got involved with that or not shipbuilding, really i did do a bit of shipbuilding yes i did have build a giant cock i tried i did try <laughs> <laughs> i tried to make the cock out of austin powers yeah that's a giant johnson johnson <laughs> i did i do that yeah um but again, I'm not one of those type. Like I've never been a creative player. No. Even if you get like, I think so you can get exposed games. in these games, don't you? When exactly, requires that's the thing. Creatively, I'm always just, the same. I like looking on there because like there's he likes looking cool at cocks, but he won't want to make one himself. <laughs> them, but I don't want. I couldn't have the one myself. You see, now there was lots of things on Twitter like people were making like fucking Star Wars. Yeah, and stuff and crazy saw like mass effects ones i was like cool that is cool but i don't have the creative brain to be able yeah. to pull that out so if i can mod it lovely i'm sure you'll be able to you'll be able to get the heavy straight away absolutely but no so yeah that's what my 54 hours entailed hmm. with in in terms don't have to do specifics in terms no. of a a narrative yeah from I guess what you play, so the main campaign, which is present, there's normally a main quest in these games, and perhaps the faction missions and any other side smatterings that you partook in. Yeah. Good, bad, indifferent? The best BGS story I've ever played, I'd wow. say. 
Um, and I'll say that in inverted commas because when comparing comparing to other mm. game franchise or other game companies, it's not a story that will grab you by the bollards and you know you're not left with a fuck me that was different and weird right yeah um but in terms of a fallout i've always found those this that's probably where that cost me on the fallout franchise is that you know if you tell me what the fallout 3 is about i couldn't tell you i couldn't remember no. <laughs> same with four there was a dad wasn't there somewhere someone's looking for the dad was that free uh, that's free yeah <laughs> that's yeah. free yeah the st- then that wasn't what the game was about. That was there. Then you're looking uh, for your son in four. That's it. For- oh, that's the one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you come back. They're like, let's take a new idea. The son? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, we'll do that. Brilliant. It's your mum in five. Well, at least the um, dad was. Um, who was the dad in three? It was. Um, was it Liam Neeson? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, it was, wasn't it? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, so they've never been. They've always just been this background to. Yeah. Uh, an exploring story and the real story is going out and making your own and playing it as an RPG. Mm. Well, this has that and the side stories were the best probably stories. There was certain quests in Starfield that I was like, that's really fucking cool. That's awesome. I didn't anticipate stumbling that way and I preferred the faction quests line yeah. like, as a story i found them more interesting and certainly the missions as well a lot more interesting than the main story but the main story was pretty good because it starts with a lot of mystery and you're like yeah. right what's going on so you sort of chucked into this world and you, there's a lot of like what the fuck am i doing why am i right. here why am i here and and it starts to unravel like you start to learn the story and you get to know the the bits and that, but it's it's all a mystery. Uh, but yeah, so I'd probably say it's it's definitely the best hyper story like this. But it's certainly serviceable and and keeps you gripped throughout. Um, however, without spoiling, I wouldn't say the conclusion was that I didn't. I don't think I ever had that wow moment out yeah. of it. Fair enough. On the yeah. faction front, this is something yep. that. I'm intrigued with. Yeah. Does it make? Because sometimes these factions are rivals in some way. I don't know if yeah, it's the case see, in Starfield. So how do they handle you doing all of them? Does it make sense that you were popping up no, or, or not? The thing with me is I, I probably played this the wrong way. Whereas okay. I was sort of playing. I played these after the campaign. Okay. Um, well. I'll tell you another story why we can <laughs> after the campaign. Because, <laughs> because um wanted to clear them down because there was like trophies and stuff. Okay. So yeah. I was playing I I played I joined a couple of I joined I think there was four in total. Hmm. And I joined them. Um and yeah, they were rival companies. But there's no limit in this. You can literally join all all four and do their missions. Although the their stories don't cross yeah, I uh, don't think no, they didn't cross. But their factions within the game, what was there? There was the Crimson Fleet, which were like the pirate space pirates. Yeah, which I found the best. I thought those were the best missions. It was like because that's what I was trying to do. I was trying to play it as an RPG and trying to be a cunt. Yeah, right, minute, okay. like, Always go for the bad answers yeah. and trying to get my man. At, uh, they didn't have a mora- morality system in this, no. but I was just trying to be a dickhead because I wanted to, I thought, I want to be a space pirate, basically. Yeah. Um, and then there was like the UC, which is the United Colonies, which is like, 
sort of like a, uh, a ranger. I don't know what they are really. You had a ranger. That was the other one. There was like a you were like a sort of fucking cop basically. Yeah. Um, the ranger, and then the, the one of them was like a military. It's like a military. That's it. Because there's a there's an overarching story why why we've left space and why they're all up in the sky. Yeah. Um, and it, there was like a war, and that's why you have all these different factions. So it's the, you play you can play both sides of the war. Basically, right. so like you say, you are posing things, but the the stories don't. From what I recall, they didn't sort of blend. You're not didn't sort of um, take you out of it to say as you'll be doing one mission and going oh we're gonna fuck these over and then you're yeah. playing that side it was they it didn't okay. seem to cross they were their own separate sort of stories within the world essentially okay so you could get um, away with doing it you that could way. get away and that's contextually why I think it could have happened the way yeah i'm pretty sure with, was it with fallout or with skyrim you couldn't join every faction <sighs> in one place yes it, yeah. so fallout 4 i think you can initially join them all but eventually you kind of have to choose Right you know, yeah, between yeah. them in, in certain scenarios, and you and it's, it's almost like a point of no return, which I kind of liked because I was like, okay, well, yeah. some, there's some meat on the bone here. I have to sort of decide out of these fucks yeah. which ones I like. But um, sounds like this one is you can experience it all without having to save yeah, yeah, and then what, come back and do exactly, that sort of stuff. That's what I quite I quite liked about this. Um, so yeah, no, but I, I definitely preferred those sort of elements and stories. But yeah, I probably like I, I probably did play them the wrong way because I sort of melded into them like naturally throughout the game it's sort of you know as a tutorial it sort of shows you as, as to how to start mm. um, one of the faction quests and then I was like oh right and then I come across another one I was like oh normally I'd walk off and go and do something else but I was like no let's see if I can do it Yeah. so join the other one and then I found another one and started it and I was like oh fucks and then by the time I'd finished the story I was like well I want to see everything that these have got to offer because I know these are He's got starting faction and... quests and not finishing them. He's doing it yeah, with his exactly. game. Exactly. He's starting quest lines. Why? In and terms then by of... the end, go on. I was just say by the by the end, I was just literally going through the missions to get them, and yeah. it wasn't playing it as a sort of. I'd lost that RPG element by then. I was just playing the Gaming missions it, yeah. for what they were by then. Yeah. In terms of for this is just the game in general. In terms of like choice and consequence. Yeah. Might, might be difficult to unless you've seen the other side of the coin, I guess, or read yeah, up or that's... done things. Did it feel like you had enough agency or a satisfactory amount of agency for things like that, or or not? No, because oh. I'll tell you one for reason why, and it's probably the worst thing you can do to play this game. I also played a game just before this, a little tiny uh. game called Baldur's Gate 3, yes. which could possibly be the greatest RPG choice mm. mechanics in any game ever. Yes. So coming from that to this, you really do notice the limitations in choice. Right. You know, like in terms of consequences and choice, there isn't a lot of consequences to your choices in this. It all seems to bleed... The, the, that's what I said. The main story is very lineal. Yeah. So I, I'm not sure. I think there are variations on endings on this thing, but it's not. I don't believe. I, I could be wrong because I've only ever got one, but I don't well, think there's a great deal. That is the question. Well, exactly. <laughs> there's a. There's not a great deal of of different endings you can go. So it's quite. I probably it's quite a linear story and a linear game. So in terms of consequences for your actions, there are multiple ways you can approach certain missions. Yeah. Um, 
Um, but in terms of full-on outcomes and decision choices, there's not a great deal. There are few, but it's very far, few and far between. Interesting in terms it, of choices. So you mentioned like that it's, it's quite linear in terms of like the camp, mm. the main quest in itself. How does a typical play session of Starfield play out? Like because I've, one of the things I have heard is that it's not quite as expansive and as exploration no. heavy as what some people either wanted or were expecting. Nah. And the, that rather than there being... Simulator, I'd probably say to that question. What did you say? Fetch <laughs> Quest Simulator. Wow. So someone described... One of the analogies I heard was that Fallout and Elder Scrolls are like this big aquarium tank mm. that you can go out yeah. and explore the you know the aquarium and whatnot, and there's loads of different like, yeah. areas, little different biomes over here. It's all one seamless tank. Whereas yeah. Starfield's like loads of little fish bowls, and you go Basically, from one fish yeah. bowl to another, and like... yeah, I'd say that's a very accurate description. To be fair, mm. but I'd also say those fish bowls literally have one fish in it and no fodder. <laughs> <laughs> they are small, empty fish bowls that I've been missold a product of space exploration. Mm. And that's non-existent throughout my time with this game and throughout the game. Fact. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, I'd say that is one of its weakest points, Starfield, is the terms of exploration. It's There's a lot of fucking planets you can visit. You can visit as many as you want. There's up to a thousand, I think. There's yeah. a hundred, hundred solar systems that you can enter and they've all got multiple planets. You can land on every single planet. You go on that planet and you fucking walk around 50 miles, you'll see absolute fuck all. <laughs> it is barren wasteland. I think each planet's got probably maximum of five settlements on it like or places mm. to go. And in between there is nothing. There's a bit... You, you can... You, it has that um, No Man's Sky sort of... Uh, what do you call like when you're resourcing? Like we used to, you could like fucking scan stuff, couldn't you? you yeah. Could, you can take resources. Like Has that on stuff. every planet, and yeah. that's it. And you have like a percentage on each planet you land on um, that you sort of survey it. That's it. The surveys. That's it. So you can it tells you what sort of minerals are on the planet, and then you have like a list of the fauna and the different animals and plants and stuff. So you can go onto every planet and you can run around, jump around, and scan this and that. Uh, I, I, on my playthrough, it's very rare that you come across anything worth <laughs> noting or you come across a random character mm. unless it, you fly to that um, planet and it tells you there's a settlement there, go there to meet someone. So, mm. I mean, there's very rare. There's a certain couple of planets where you can fly to for exploration. Like probably Earth's probably one of the best yeah. go-to to actually see stuff. But even that's very minimal. I reckon about ninety-eight percent of the planets are just barren wastelands. Can you do? You, are you aware of them being barren wastelands before you land, or have you got to land to see it in the flesh? No, you it... have to stand and see. Because <laughs> what happens? You go to a solar system and you can scan. You can only scan. I think it's one planet out of it, and then what you can you can pinpoint. You so see, you click onto like a solar system. This is all. This is all part of the thing. There's, there's no seamless. Like, as you mentioned before, there was no seamless flying. You cannot fly. To anything, <laughs> you fly to you. Um, what's I've it seen called? Dogfighting. You, you can yeah, you can fly in space in that solar system and then fly to the planet. Can't fly to the planet. 
But you can fly yeah. to it and then go in a menu and go to the planet. Yeah, yeah. You well, you don't fly. You warp to it. You know, like the what they do in Star Wars. <laughs> Could you fly to it though? You can fly to it, and there's nothing there. No. <laughs> <laughs> there is no flying to anything, no. Everything in this game has a loading screen, and that is... It. So hang on. Did I say it was its worst feature? No, this is its worst feature. <laughs> the expo- exploration is a... Yeah, exploration is a very bad point. The biggest bad point of this game is its um, loading screens. Hmm. Everything you do has a loading screen in this game. Everything you enter, every planet you enter, every building you enter, every room you enter, you are met with a tight, luckily a tiny, yeah, a black screen loading screen for everything. Nothing is seamless. There is no, there's no ship entry. You, go, you walk into, the doors open of your ship, you go into your ship, there's a loading screen. <laughs> so now you get to a planet. I'm on a planet. Yeah. Go to my ship. I walk to my ship. The ship door opens. I get on my ship. I go up the door, the little airlock. There's yeah. a loading screen to get into there. Yeah. Get into my ship. I get out, walk to my seat, the cockpit. I get on my seat. There's a loading screen to look at the planet map. No, look be. at the planet solar system. I press X to take off. It's a cutscene flying up. There's a loading screen to get into space. I'm in space. I look at a planet. Click a button to go into the planet. I find a landing stone. I press land. It's a cutscene met by a loading screen. <laughs> I then land on the planet by a cutscene. I then have another cutscene to, and then have another loading screen to get off my ship and onto the planet. <laughs> and then you get to walk uh, around the barren wasteland. And then I get to go walk. And then I walk in. I walk to my destination. It's in a building. I go through the door. I press X. It's a, it's a cutscene. Uh, it's loading screen to get in the building. Can you fully explore the planets? You cannot fully explore no, a planet. No, you are limited to. I don't know. It's a certain mileage. That's like something uh, square meters, is it? That you can square meters from as far from your where your ships landed. Mm. Remember, like you had it a bit in No Man's Sky. I think you couldn't fast travel back, could you? If you were so far away. Yeah, I think um, was... this this has like a sort of wall in it. That you can't go. There's a point of no return where you're like you can't go any further. You have to. Yeah. You'll just get walked back to your thing. So if you had, you, you can scan the planet. So you have two different settlements on one side. You have a research factory and a science mm. blah, blah blah up here. You couldn't land there and walk to the other one. It won't let you. You have to come out up. It go back up into space and then land at the other one and go and get it. Which okay. that is poor when you're saying a space exploration game and yeah. you've got that jetpack on you as well just like old thing you're in zero g space some of these planets you can fly about whatever you want double jump <laughs> you can do that you've got to go through these fucking um screens to get there five screens to go from five, the research and that, it space. really did take me out of it and yeah i mean it's just it's a shame because Again, there was foundations for what could be a fucking like a the, the space exploration game. Absolute baller. They had it. You got the first person, third person, actually the, an RPG where you can really play as you like. You've got these factions you can join. Combat good, up to snuff. Combat is good. I'll, I'll give it that. Yeah, the, the the gunplay, the variety in gunplay as well is quite good. Um. Yeah, there's different variations of guns. You've got 
Swords? I can't remember if there was swords. There was random weapons. You had like, you could actually use like a fucking uh, laser thing, like what you'd mineral cut and you could hurt people with that. Oh. That was quite weird. Um, there was, yeah, it's basically just guns. I don't, the baseball bats and stuff, I don't mean there was. But the, the melee's not very good, no. to be honest. There's not a great deal. Um, there is another added thing to combat, which I can't discuss because it's a spoiler. Um, uh, that I'll just say that, that that's something that does add to combat, mm. um, which does in, does increase it slightly. But it's a symbiote. The, Venom's come to town. A crossover with Spider Man. That's that. You've got you've got what's it called? Arkham Arkham <laughs> Batman uh, yeah. levels of fucking combos you can do. <laughs> now the uh, yeah, but but ultimately it comes down to that gunplay. And to yeah. be fair, that that did hold up pretty well. To be honest, um, yeah, especially for. Uh, for a BGS game, yeah, that's, yeah, that's exactly. It's probably one of the Hill. best, the best one, yeah. Um, mm. And like I say that it's very um, versatile, and it's sort of variations in types of guns. You know, you've got rifles, shotguns, pistols, lasers, yeah, all sorts of gizmos going on, and it's very customizable. Everything can be modded. Um, this is within the game, not yeah. actual mods. I'm sure the whole game has been modded to shit now, but yeah. but very uh, lots of customizations you can do with it. Like you, the ship builder on its own is is yeah. incredible. That's worth mentioning as a whole. The stuff you can do with that and the parts you can take out. You have different levels of um, like classes of ships. So if you take a section out, it then becomes a different class ship. You can go further with some ships than you can't some are better for combat so you can have like a garage of up to 10 i think it's up to 10 ships you can have so you can constantly swap them out again the foundations are there for the greatest space exploration rpg ever it was just restricted with limitations of yeah i don't know why in this with the fucking power of that that fucking uh, Xbox Series X. The years they've had pre- making this game, mm. with games like God of War, where you've got a fucking seamless game without a single loading screen. You just think that the Thousand Planets just seems unnecessary. Yeah, I, I didn't need it. Just make 20. <laughs> but 20. make them... <laughs> even that, that would have been much better. Yeah. Much better. It was just... It's quantity over quality is yeah. what I'd say this game is. They've tried to make it expensive as it as it as it could be. They've gone, look, there's a thousand planets, but you will not explore those thousand because there's fuck all <laughs> on there and you'll get no. bored. You get fucking um, sick of it. On yeah. it, what I'll cycle back to this actually, I should have asked this at the beginning. Character creation. In terms of setting up your space pirate Atkins new mm. timeline, horrible bastard. Horrible bastard. What's what's the uh, depth of the character creator like? Setting up your traits the, and things like that. That's is the it... thing. Yeah, I'd say that's quite limited, to be honest. Oh. Um In terms of the traits, the cap, the the appearance. Uh, what's it called? Appearance customization. Very vast. Very, very expensive. Um, probably one of the best character creators of it. Uh, certainly in in a EGS game. Yeah. And quite possibly in one of in any sort of. RPG game, very good, very different options. But in terms of traits and making a backstory for your thing, I f- hey, you, you can add put your like- parents on there and go visit them. Yeah, put, exactly. put a bullet in their head. <laughs> what was that? Cyberpunk was really good actually for that. Mm. Cyberpunk had a thing because you had different classes. This has you have classes, but if I remember rightly, that you had 
you had like perks. Yeah. And when you pick those perks, that tailors your story. Yeah. So one of my stories, like I was an, an earth-ridden rat or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Someone that come from earth, come from the sewers uh, and turned into a pirate. But then the only options I could do, there was like these storylines that interjected into your character. Yeah. And then it was like a perk. So it was like, if you want to be this, I don't know, this bastard or whatever that has this, you've now got a, your oxygen will be low for certain in oh. certain aspects. I was like, oh, hang on, what? Well done, why, why, why does that happen? So in the end, I only done it for an achievement thing, was that I had there's some, every time uh, I walked into a room or like a certain building, I had this adoring fan come up to That's me. It, yeah. <laughs> He's in loads of the games. Yeah. But I, that wasn't my choice. That was that was the story I wanted, but I, it was tailored to that thing. So mm. I was a bit like, oh, Hmm. I'm sort of having to go for this. Just and there was like another section of choices where I was like, "Oh, I'm only choosing this because I want that perk." It's not that I want that story. Yeah, I'm just trying to get the best perk because this this certain class is better with these. These are the type of weapons I want to use. Um, I couldn't have that class be that pirate and have a different story. They no. attached the stories to those classes. And I was like, "Ah, oh. okay." Can you so, respec at all during the? game you can yeah throughout the game yeah you can okay. respec and you can even there's a place where you can go and completely change your character yeah you can you can do yeah i've got to say they did give you there weren't limitations on that um what was the i think if there was there was a skill tree wasn't there i'd imagine so. my brain's starting to go <laughs> i think there was it might have been bare bones let me just double check <laughs> must have been a skill um, tree so I was just thinking, it must have been. Yeah, it must have. Yeah, of course it was. Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. You had um, all the different... Yeah, of course you did. That's right. Yeah, fucking hell, Jesus. There was loads of different... Yeah, because you had all different um, things. You could have, like, ship things. Then you had, uh, like, a tech thing. So you'd have, like, the lock-picking skill. It, I'll just put that in. The lock-picking system in this is brilliant. It's really good. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what. One of the best, which BAGS games is pretty much... Um, known for this but yeah no the skill trees was good to be fair um, it, I think did they have it in other games where they had like the ranks you had like a yeah a skill and then you could get like rank I think it up, up to force rank it up to each thing so I did that a lot one of the, the ones I'd done the first straight off the bat was the um, overcoming yeah weight yeah, carrying because yeah, yeah, yeah. everything every, like these games I play like fucking border, um, Borderlands so I just pick up everything and in this game you can pick up literally everything but it's all yeah. fucking junk you don't yeah. need it so I didn't realise I was like oh well I'll just sell it it's worth fuck all so I yeah. just picked up everything and I'm like overcome with like some fucking mess that can't jump anywhere <laughs> um, so yeah I was a bit like, ah, that's a shame. That's a stinker. Um, I want to yeah. get into the technical side of things because mm. bug fezder is always the term chucked out of these, the boys chucked and girls over indeed. at BGS. In terms of overall, I mean, you, you mentioned the presentation's nice, so that's a nice tick in the box. Yeah, but I've got performance to say, yeah. and bugs and things like that, all good on that front? I've got to say, performance-wise... Although, albeit 30 FPS, mm. a consistent 30 FPS, I say, there was never any real, you know, like fucking uh, Breath of the Wild where you go into that little thing. You've like, well, this is 30 FPS. This can't be any lower. Yeah. And then you're going to that forest and go, fuck me. Yeah. There, was, there wasn't any of that. There was no tanking or anything. And it weren't 
weren't dodgy at all. I've got to say, it's probably one of the least buggiest um, yeah. Bethesda games I've ever played, to be honest. I remember loads of like missions, characters fucking doing T-poses, characters wouldn't be... Quest Close, bugs as well. Yeah, they they fucking... wouldn't be there or they fuck yeah. up and go somewhere else. You'd be like, what is going on? I didn't run into many at all of them. Like, there probably was the odd little bit here and there. Um, but throughout the film, I don't remember any standing out. So I'd say it's definitely the, the unbuggiest. However, albeit that, I did have one ultimate bug that is still not been resoluted, and that is a crash. Every time I finish the game, <laughs> I have no idea. I actually need to Google that now and see if there's been any update. This is a this is a thing that's it's on the Bile Factory. Garfield <laughs> credits crash. So I complete the game. Yeah. Credits roll. I see the end cutscene. Credits go, and I get a crash to desktop. And there's been three patches since, and I've tried it every time, and it still does the same. So, so I have not, I cannot get into New Game Plus, no. which I've been told is where the real game starts. <laughs> wow, this is a. Uh, this would really irritate me. I mean, it's just me. Like, that would. Fuck, I know you got the you get the achievement. You've got the achievement, haven't you? I popped the pop achievement. The achievement. Yeah. Although you didn't actually yeah. pop it, did you? It just did it. No, it just the back was on you, there. You turned it on. Well, the it crashed. It crashed. <laughs> I must have. It must have done it in that split second. Yeah, well, crashed. Didn't get it because I was on the desktop. I was like, "Oh fuck!" So, so, so it's crashing each time. So you can't see the credits. You can't. You can't activate new game plus. See the first. I see Todd's name come up. Director. Yeah. That's Todd all we want. Is it's intentional. The screen, <laughs> and then it, the music stops, and I know it's going to happen. And then boom, it's gone. It craps out. So can't even. There's no button to skip it, so I can't skip can't it. Skip and go. through it and get into it. Nah. So when when you go to do that, how much? I mean, you have to play through a whole mission, or have you got like a save that's no. right before the end, and you just got you've got to interact with something or do whatever you've got to do. Yeah, like it's. I just, I just try and do this the least boring way. There is. You got to do something. How long does it take? Do something. That that the section before the credits roll is about a minute. Okay, so you've only got to redo so you that. Have to, yeah, okay. you have to. You have the option because you. You do something. Yeah, it's on this thing. I get this message to say, "Go and do this." Basically, this point of no return. Okay, it's not like a whole mission. It's just no. literally a cutscene, um, and then you enter the new game plus of where and that's when the credits roll and the new game starts. Hmm. Is after that, but I cannot get to that point. You can't get <laughs> so past I do to not save know. and start. See, the, the, what I've done is look, because I was told that this new game plus is like this the best thing ever. Yeah. I have then since looked at that new game plus to find out what it is, but I cannot get to no. that new game plus. Having and that is from a bug. So, having seen what new game plus is, and again, we'll bat yeah. around the bush and the details, is it the all singing and all dancing ultimate? I Worth was to say I was very let down oh. with what I I I was like uh, that's what was the most infuriating thing is that I couldn't get there because I was told that this was where the game started. This is the most interesting thing they've like, they've done with a new game plus. I want to know what these people are thinking. I, I really <laughs> do because I I get what they mean. Like it's a variation mm. on a new game plus. It's not a fucking unique one. Right. By any stretch of the imagination, certainly in other aspects of media of what's going on now. Um, so yeah, that's 
I don't know what they're doing. I I was expecting a lot more. Yeah, that's probably the theme of this game. I was I was expecting to be blown away, and a lot more to what was said, um, and was like, oh, is that it? Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, in that case, I'm not really that bothered about going to New. That I, is... That's what. If if they patched it tomorrow and I could get to New Game Plus, I'll do that, and I wouldn't play it again. Okay, so you wouldn't be based, interested based on what I've seen. Yeah, okay. yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. It's this is it's, a. It's difficult, isn't it, when the hype of something is like this. And this is, and what makes the hype even bigger is because it's a first party exclusive now. Whether people care to admit it or not, they have more pressure on them. It's just a fact. The 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 highs are higher, but then if they don't meet the highs, the highs are very high. I've also got to say, well, I haven't really mentioned on the mission structures. There were some excellent missions that were different in terms of. terms of bgs games there was a lot of fetch quest missions in this there's mm. a lot of go here do this go here get this lots of dialogue while well, just thinking fuck me this bloke just will not stop talking about stuff i don't care <laughs> it didn't get to the levels of um of uh horizon where i was skipping dialogue just to get through it um but there is a lot and lot of them i'll dread to think how much voice acting was recorded for this game because there is a lot yeah a lot of information but yeah there was a lot of of fetch quests even though it's go here damn there was uh, sections of the game there'll be ones where a uh, bunch of missions I don't, I don't know if it was just the way i was playing took like the choices of missions i was choosing to go here instead of there but there was hours for, I, I reckon there was a section where i played the game for at least five or six hours where I was there was no combat whatsoever it was just purely talking to people, searching for stuff, take this thing to go here, hmm. go to this mission and speak to this bloke. There was no, it was, I remember thinking, fuck, I haven't shot anything. <laughs> and I, because that, that's the leveling systems, it's quite um, sparse in terms of level. I think even hmm. now, like, I'm only level 30, I think I was yeah. by the end of the game. I was like, you can go up to 100. I was like, fuck me. Well, I, that's I'd what New Game Plus there. is there for. Exactly, yeah, exactly, yeah. So, um, assuming you can carry over your stuff, I mean, it's the whole point in New Game Plus, so I'd imagine yeah, that's, yeah. that's part of it, but um, yeah, in terms of combat, I was like, fuck me, there was very rare combat, and the only way you, the main way you get XP up is by killing people, yeah. Thing Can't you not go and pick a fight out in the space and just start like attacking ships or very, ship combat up to snuff? Because that's an element, ship combat is great, it's very reminded me a lot of um, Battlefield. Mm. It's, it's very reminiscent of that to be fair even like the lock on target it's quite yeah. hard some of it actually yeah you have to really do keep on top of like upgrading the ships and there was like perks as well i noticed that as well some of the skill trees i was so fucking obsessed with getting my weight thing up so i could do that i was missing out on um upgrading my ships there's yeah. like attack so like i could uh, i'd do more damage or i'd uh, be able to um pinpoint different sections on ships and stuff so you it's almost like a role play thing you get get to become like a ship specialist rather Mm. than being like a better shooter or a sort of more refined or if you was going to go for the stealth approach which you can do in this game which it gives you the choice you can certainly go through a stealthy approach you can go through Mm. silent mode you can sort of there's no vats in this game which was sorely missed because that's fucking brilliant but you can sort of sneak your way around and 
can get silenced weapons so you can take people out, but I went full on guns blazing and clear down. Take the, um, take them to the fucking clean, as he said. Yeah, take the cleans. But yeah, I've got to say the mission structure. There was a few. Like I say probably the best ones were the the faction question. Certainly the pirate faction question that I did. What I enjoyed the most. Um, but the main story that probably had the bet the most like different variations in yeah. the stories. But the most of it, it was there was a lot of walking through barren wastelands and talking to boring NPCs and. <laughs> And there the were, there's a few interesting characters. Companions are quite fun. Yeah, they're quite, you, you have the, 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 Can um, they die or they just get downed in combat? Uh, no, they just get down. Yeah, they, they yeah, fall out free. They die. Oh, do and they? That's it. They they're gone. And I always yeah. like that jeopardy. Like I always tell the story about dog meat, the little dog. I didn't want it oh, to die, yeah. so okay. I put it in my little house that I had in Megatron and left it there for the game. Just used to oh, go yeah. back and visit it because I couldn't bear the thought of like a raider chucking a grenade at it and blowing no, dog meat to smithereens. True. Whereas in Fallout no. Four, they just go down and then you that's can actually it. hear yeah. them and get them up. And I was a bit like, "Oh, you've that's lost it. the the jeopardy." And I know they, they tie like quests into them fair. and stuff, so they don't I, want them dying no. and whatnot, but. I had one where else it was mentioned earlier where I started a quest. I started like the, um, I think it was like Vanguard or something like that. Or mm-hmm. a Ranger, Ranger quest, I think it was. And I then it was on a mission where they sent me with someone else. Yeah. And because I didn't carry on that quest line, I went off and done the main quest. So I had that companion with me, and then I had my actual companion with me. So I was just roaming around with two companions. <laughs> it was brilliant. And it didn't ever go like, no. oh, you can only take one. I Did don't the bloke ever say, like, hang on a minute? We're, more, we're, no, we're a million miles away I'm from me. I've, no, I've said the wife, I'll be back at dinner time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> companions are pretty cool. Like They each have their own traits and mm. stuff, and then you can assign them jobs as well. You can either make settlements and send them to there. You can keep them on the ship to do stuff, or you can have them out in the field. Put them in you. the sweatshop if they're not up to <laughs> snuff. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I'm, I didn't really get involved in the settlement making. It looked quite expensive, but I don't know why. I was just sort of by that I wanted to get the story done and yeah, get yeah. get going. But um, yeah, yeah, I've got to say, like the say the um, missions thing, lots of lots of which you do find in in Bethesda games. There are a lot of fetch quests um, and a lot of talking. But no, there was some good some good things, and a lot of this game is the sort of it's the unknown like you don't know it's the is that sort of mystery uh of the game you're like oh, i wonder what this is and unfortunately by the sort of end of it i, I can only say sort of underwhelmed by mm. what's the thing i was like oh right okay um not in terms of story but just like in terms of the exploration it's like oh that wasn't what i thought it was gonna be yeah the cutscene thing oh that's not what i thought it was gonna be whose fault's um, that is it yours or is it this big showcase that showed it off being the bee's knees? Well, that's or... it, yeah. I don't really know. I mean, I'm guessing it's Todd's fault because... Or is he's... it that other P- BGS games had a level of exploration and... That's the thing. I think we're... Yeah, I think we're sort of been poisoned a bit by how vast them other games are yeah. that you expect that level of it. And But the the biggest thing was that he did sell this to us as the a space exploration game, and it is not a space exploration game at mm. all. It's it's a space RPG game, yeah, but it is not an exploration game by any any stretch. So don't be um, expecting that. Nah, if you go into this, any 
other business before we do the need for music. Soundtrack, mm. incredible, very good, mm. very. Good. I haven't, I haven't said that. The music that's in, it's very. I know Spider-Man that is. I've got that in mind. <laughs> <laughs> it's very uh, Fallout-esque, which again yeah. was always good, wasn't it? That sort of thing. When the when the missions kick, when the shit kicks off, it kicks in. Um, yeah, the little music that sort of soft music that plays as you as you're exploring. Spider-Man again. I keep can't get it. <laughs> But no, no, it was very good. Music good. Um, faces look weird still. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's weird. I saw some of this. so many. They look better, but they look... they look better. But there's so many. I'm like, what is going on with that face? No. I don't know why they really when fucked it's... up faces. I mean, I've seen the uh, some of the Baldur's Gate stuff, and when the characters interact, like the facial animations yeah. on that game, and like the mannerisms. And I've yeah. recently played Burning Shores of Horizon, and they're like oh, fucking gosh, yeah, yeah. ace. Yeah, and, they were goats at that. And Bethesda's they? always been like, oh, "Hello, <laughs> my name's Charlie." It is such a shame, but yeah, yeah so I'd say a bit of a damn. But the, I've got to say, the, straight off the bat, I remember the, the first bit of tutorial you go. I was like, "Fuck me, this is very good looking mm. game. It is a nice looking game. Not the dross. interiors in." In different sort of buildings and settlements and stuff, the ta- the cities itself they're fucking huge and different areas you can go to, um, and yeah, the things you can do in it like you could you try and be like a little shit and you can get put in prison. Hmm. Um, yeah, you go somewhere, you steal something off it. You, there's like contraband you can steal and ship. There's a whole little game yeah. within there. There's loads you can do in this game. But ultimately, the space exploration, which you want to do the most, yeah, is the weakest point of the game, and it's a Todd. it's a damn shame. Yeah, hell, it's a Todd. damn shame. But yeah, I can't. I think my overall experience, it was enjoyable. I did enjoy my time with it, and it very much is a Bethesda game. I think a Bethesda game lover, like if you liked Fallout and you liked. Um, Skyrim and whatnot, you will enjoy this game. Yeah. But if you're going into this game, this is Xbox's God of War. This is their Last of Us. When you compare the polish and wow factor you get off those games, it just doesn't have that upper echelon thing for me. It's a cut beneath. It's it's a good game. It'd be interesting to see if they do carry this on as a franchise and mm. a build upon it because they certainly can. If, if they get that exploration there, yeah. I'd say the story in that was serviceable and good for a BGS story. The, the factions and stuff, they can definitely increase that. If they turn it into more of an exploration game and build upon what they've already got, and it certainly could be it could be a, it could be a decent franchise uh and a very good game because i mean this did review well didn't it, it was, yeah was it currently on the back in 87 86 was it, it yeah yeah don't like that um 86. yeah old, 86 but ultimately for me it was just held back a bit by its lack of exploration it's um that scene which really took me out of the immersion. It's frustratingly takes you out of the immersion. Yeah. Uh, there's no need for it in this day and age. I don't know why they decided that. Um, the, the whole performance thing is annoying, but it didn't. It wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. To be honest, like when they said it was going to be a 30, I was like, ah, oh, fuck. But 
I did find myself like, oh, that's all right, actually. It's yeah, not the end of the world. It it's not really a Twitch shooter as such. So No, exactly. Um, so that was fine. Yeah, just... A, sort you can't of just complete a bit more, the game. <laughs> no, a bit more mission variety, maybe, I'd say. But there's so... What can you do in a game? Like, you, you're not going to have big... You know, uncharted set pieces or anything like that in in a game like this, where you're first person or third person, and the the customization is there in terms of ship building, in terms yeah. of how you want to scope your character. The the sort of customization on your story is quite limited, but you certainly can play as an RPG and make your own character. So yeah, overall, very good. Not perfect, but a very enjoyable time worth recommended i'd certainly will put this in the gallery no bin then to the botchling bin is no bin to the botchling bin and my starfield review gets a silver that's where i had it see that's where i'd guessed beforehand (laughs) i was thinking i don't think it's gonna be a gold i don't think it's gonna be a bronze i think it'll be a solid silver and that's what it's turned out to be so starfield earns itself a nice silver we're going to close down this edition of idle game chat so nothing more for us to say other than thanks for your time and ta-da This was a Dimp Digital production.